Good evening. Hope all of you are doing well. Masechah Sivamostav Kufches and Kuftes. Amud Aleph will be going to the Mishnah, which is about two thirds, a little bit more than two thirds of the way down on Kuftes Amud Aleph. As you can tell, uh, the Amud Aleph here on Kufches is long, Kuftes Amud Aleph is long, and the blot for Shabbos, which will be Kuftes Amud Beis and Kuf Yud, all of those are still long, but they're not as wide as the, uh, the blot that we're going to be learning tonight. We're starting at a fresh Mishnah. And um, that is the Mishnah on the bottom of Kuv Zayin Let's jump right in. What type of Ketana? What is the scenario in which a young girl would have to do Miyun? The halacha is that if a mother and brother were to say, hey, listen, your father has died, and therefore we have the rights to marry you off, that has to be a scenario where the mother and brother are the ones who are creating the marriage. Because had it been that the father was alive, <coughs> then the father would be able to enact a marriage on behalf of his daughter that has Del Raisa status, and then Miyun does not work. Miyun only works in a case where a girl is married off to another person by a mother and or brother. He And if they never told her, she could just literally walk away. She doesn't have to do Miyun. What do you mean you married me to someone? Non-starter. Non-starter. She has to know about it. Any girl who is so young that she doesn't know how to be Shomer, the Kiddush, and you give her a diamond ring and she flushes it down the toilet for fun. That's not, that's not Kedushin. That's a little nothing. She's a child. You give someone a pencil. You give someone a trinket. If, if she doesn't know that there's a chashibus to it, it's insufficient. And therefore, nothing gets off the ground. It's a zero. And still more broadly, that the um, anything that happens with the katana is considered to be nothing. It's really considered to be like a mafuta, like she was basically violated. That's kind of how we look at what's happening there. There certainly is no kedushin, And at a very young age, there is no mute. So much so, says the Gemara, five lines from the bottom on Kuzayin and Bebe is that Bas Yisrael, the Kohen, normally when a Bas Yisrael marries a Kohen, she's allowed to have Truma. But here, because the marriage that was done to the child, to a very young child, is so irrelevant, lo the Truma, she's not even allowed to eat Truma. And the reverse is also true, Bas Kohen, Yisrael, a Bas Kohen, who normally loses her rights to uh, Truma when she's married to Israel, Tocha, but she's still allowed to eat nothing, nothing, nothing. It's a little, she's five years old. It doesn't, nothing gets off the ground. It doesn't count. Any, this is a, we'll have to get to this in the Gemara, but any, any, uh, the, by virtue of the fact that she's in a marriage because of him, we'll see what this means. Then it's as if they're married and then Miun is required. If she's connected to him, not by him, but by something external. So then and then no Miun is required. We'll get to that in the Gemara. Three lines from the bottom, the Gemara opens up as follows. It was either a Yehuda, Yehuda, remember, was the Talmud of both Rav and Shmuel, so he's a pretty early Amora, second century Amora. But we, were, we weren't sure, says the Gemara, some say that it's actually a Mishnah. So this is a fascinating historical insight. We're not sure if this is a Brisa from, from the Tanaim or if this is a Memra from the Amoraim. And they're Nafkaminas in regards to Halacha. When, if, when this is your Marimakom, it's, it's a Nafkaminas. But anyways, this was just like a brief period in history where the Amoraim weren't sure about how information flowed. What was this information of either of Yehuda or the Brisa? But Rishona Hayu Kosman Get Meun, they used to write a Get Meun, and here's what it would say. Lorena, I don't want you. Lorena Bay, she doesn't want him. I don't desire you. I don't want to marry him. However, that was somewhat wordy, says the Gemara. Since we see that there are a lot of words here, therefore, Amri, as we turn to the top of Kuchas Manalev, we were concerned 
that maybe they would mix this up with a get, and that would be very problematic. Therefore, takinu hachi, it therefore has to say in the get, miun beyom ploni, on this day, miyana plonis bas ploni beanpana, that this girl did miun in front of us. Beanpana means in front of us. Says the Gemara, seemingly about 108 lot too late. The Gemara says, Tanar Abanan Ezehu Miyun. We're talking about Miyun. We're knee deep in, in Miyun. We don't even know what Miyun is. What actually is the mechanics of Miyun? So says the Gemara, here's what's happened. Amra, if she says, Efshi Beploni Bali, I don't want to be with this man who is my husband. Or, Efshi Bekidushin Shekidshuni Ami Vachi. Or, Imi Vachi, I don't want to accept this Kidushin that my mother and brother put me through. And even more, Yeser Al Kain, even more dramatic. Amra Behuda Afilo Yoshevis Ba'apirion, she's sitting in the Kalas chair. And she even left her father's house and went to her husband's house. And then she says, I don't want to be married to this man. Sufficient. Marriage is over. Yes, sir, al Still more dramatic. What do I do about dinner? Wait, wait. Just wait. We're, we're going to get there. Yes, sir, al Even if she was serving dinner in her husband's house. And she's literally serving them drinks. And she says to the guests, I hate my husband. That's done. Unbelievable. The standards of Miun are so far away from get. It is incredible. The halachos of Gittin are so rigid and so technical. The klaf and Gimel and Tess is 12 and there's 12 lines and uh, so much Torah, but you have to save an asan biyo. That has to be in her rishus. What if it's halfway there? All, all these shilas. But here, the miyun is so lightweight. What? Correct. Okay. Just saying, the Gemara is going to discuss. What? Practical application. What? Oh, yeah. Not very practical at the moment, I hope. Yes. Yes, Sir Al Kane, still more extreme, even a bigger Khirish. Amrab Yosi Rebihuda. Afilu Shigra Bailate Sal Khenvini, Lahabilo Khevets Michelo. He says to his uh, to this girl, uh, half wife, whatever she is, go to the store, please, and go pick something up for me. The Amra, and she says to the store, and Riefshi Baploni Baili. I wish I wasn't married to this guy. Says the Gemara in the Khamiun Godomizah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's such a gentle line. She basically says, I'm not interested, and the whole thing ends. Unbelievable. However, it has to be the Fnishlosha that we saw it yesterday and I think yesterday, the day before. I can't remember anymore. Third of the way down, quarter of the way down, although it only feels like we're three lines down because of how big the Gemara is, and we are at the two dots. And the Gemara says, quoting the Shita of Rebchani Nebin Antigonus Omer, called Tinokes, as we said, that anyone who's not able to be Shomer's Kedushin, she doesn't know how to protect that which she, re- she received for Kedushin, then the whole thing is a zero. Omer of Yehuda, Mershmuel, Halacha, Rebchani Nebin Antigonus, we pass in like him. Tana the Brysa writes, Tana Shalomiana, let's say that there was a girl. She didn't do me into her first husband. She really liked another guy. Vam the Venises, and she marries another guy. So uh, let's say that uh, Ruvain, whatever, it's, it's Kedushin Darabon, it doesn't matter. Don't, don't worry about, the, te- don't worry about the, the technicalities here. So the Gemara says she, she was uh, quasi-married, but Kedushin Yavama, she was quasi-married to Chaim. Um, and she's like, you know what? Yaakov's better. Yaakov's better. Mishum Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra Amru Nisueha Hein Hein Miuneha. Wow. Her marriage, <laughs> by virtue of the fact that she was a Mikabel, either Kedushin or Nesun will be done in the Gemara, by virtue of the fact that she married another guy, that was the Miyun. In other words, the Miyun doesn't have to be a proactive step. It can be an implied step, which is yeah. crazy. No? At least in the previous Gemara, we were saying, as she has to say, she was having that 
It's a it's an absent meal. You're right. It's clear. But it's, I mean, it's it's the clearest. I mean, the variety of rules. It is. It is. I, I'm I'm bothered by the lack of formality. Like I I, I like I. Yeah. It, right. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the first section of the Gemara, the Bryce at the top, we said in all the cases she said e e f she biploni bali. She's not doing that. She literally turns around. She's like, "Would you like to get married?" <laughs> and she proposed this to the guy. He's like, "I read Mikudeshesli." It's crazy. So then the Gemara says, "Well, what kind of marriage did she did she propose? What what was going on here?" What if it was only kedushin? She's uh, halachically somewhat quasi married to Chaim, and then she only does kedushin to Yaakov. Same svara that we don't have to actually say It just works. The question was asked as follows: Do we say Does any are there any dissenting opinions against Rabbi? And if you want to say that there are those who are descending opinions on Rabbi Huda ben Becerra, is it by Kedushin or Afil ben Nisun? Where do they argue? Is it by Kedushin and or Nisun? If you want to say that, if you, if, even if you want to say that they're arguing even by Nisun, Allah Kamosu in regards to Nisun, or in Allah Kamosu, we don't know how we pass it. We know that there's a sheet out there. And even if you want to say it's like Rabbi Huda ben Becerra, we still would have to be forced to ask the question again. Wait, when you say the Halacha Zakim, did you mean ben Nisun or Afil ben Which one is it? We don't know. All these different iterations. Toshma, the Gemara says halfway down, three lines into the wide lines. I'm Rabbi Huda so that's one part of the question answered is that it does seem based on the opening line of this Gemara that when the Rabbi Yehuda Mershmuel says that the halachas are uh, like, oh sorry, this is Rabbi Yehuda Mershmuel, that uh, when we say that the halachas are Rabbi Yehuda obviously someone is arguing on it. Ve'akati, you didn't answer my other question. Tibayalach, the question should still stand. When she was with Chaim, the husband with whom we were discussing whether or not the Miyun was Chal, was she fully married to Chaim or was she only engaged to Chaim? Toshma says the Gemara, the daughters-in-law of Avdan, Avdan is a person, Imrod, they rebelled. They were married to Imrod's children, Imrod's sons, but only Midrabanan. Uh, so Rebbe sent some rabbis to go check and see what the story was with these women. And Amre Lahu, he said to them, Noshe, he said to these women, the men are on their way back home. So the girls all piped up and almost in unison said, Amre Lahu, they said, they said to the rabbis, the men are yours. We're not interested in them. So says the Gemara, beautiful. This is this is aggressive. This isn't even passive aggressive. That we don't keep them. <laughs> the men around the keep them. We're not interested at all. Wow. Says the Gemara, So says the Gemara, my love. But wasn't this the case to have an Asiva where they were married initially? And that we see that Miun does work even in this case. Look, to have a Mikdash Shaktushe was only Kedushin. And the Halacha, Kribbut of Emissary, I feel the Binus went to come. The Gemara Paskins, like Kribbut of Emissary, that even had she been fully married to Chaim and she turned around and asked Yaakov to propose to her, and he did, they are halachically married, and the Miun is Chal. Wow. All right, eight lines into the wide lines, middle width lines. The Gemara says, Rebbe Omer, what was going on with Rebbe in our Mishnah? Rebbe was in our Mishnah, was the one who said, Ain my sektana klum that a child, that their activities are nothing. So let's get into this, Sogya. Am Chozrani al I've looked at all the shitas. Rebbe Lazar is the most consistent person with his shita as it relates to a ketana. An unbelievable 
dramatic uh, display of events. She's strolling with him, she can be intimate with him and then walk away from him, and then then she can eat truma at night. She's a Bas coin. Rashi details all the case here. But the point is that she, he is very consistent that it is a zero. Whatever happens with this girl is a zero. No meun, no nothing, no nothing. It's nothing. Nothing. She's a Bas coin. They can have Tash Vashamita. She can go to the mikvah. When the sun sets, she's allowed to eat truma again. Tanya Rabbi Eliezer Omer ain't my sectana clue similar to our Mishnah vein by Zakai. And because the my sectana is nothing, therefore her husband is not going to be Zakai. He will not be able to get her lost items, her proceeds, her financial proceeds, he cannot undo her vows, nor can he inherit what used to be hers if she dies. And she's not, he's not really a husband that he can be matame for her if she dies. Here's the rule. Really, Lemaisa, this katana is a zero in regards to her activities with this husband. They don't matter, except for one technical piece is that she needs mute. Otherwise, he's consistent across the board. She's the most consistent sheet out there. That is what the Bryce says. However, of Yeshua Omer, a little bit differently. Baila, her husband, this girl's husband, is Zakai B'Mitziyas of Maisedeva first, the Rabbi Yoshimitamala. He says that no, she is really a wife, and he does get, therefore, her uh, lost items, her, her her financial proceeds, he can undo her mm-hmm. vows, and he gets a Yerusha if she dies. And Metamila, he can go to the do, go to the cemetery and bury her if she dies as well. Klalo shel Rabbi Yeshua is the exact opposite. He's really like a, a wife in every way, with one exception, is that it's not a regular get that divorces them, but rather Mion. Uh, so there's basically this... Uh, uh, 180 degrees opposite view of this young girl from Rabbi Lazar on the one hand who says that ain't my sectonically and Rabbi Yeshua who says no she's a full wife huge enough to is the mice up in regards to how we view this particular girl. I'm a Rebbe. Rebbe says, how do we pass it in regards to this machlokas, Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Yeshua? Rebbe says, four lines into the widest lines. Kuchesim at base, 12 lines from the bottom. I'm a Rebbe. Nir and Dibre Rebbe Eliezer, me to Rebbe Yoshua. I agree with Rebbe Eliezer more. Shrebbe Eliezer, Hishvimi dosa biktana of Rebbe Yoshua Chilek. Rebbe Eliezer was consistent across the boards. And Rebbe Yeshua, he was Chilek. He said that things really uh, were, were not right. What did he say? My Chilek. Rebbe Yeshua had this strange dichotomy. Yeah, you're fully married, but you don't have to give a get. Why? If you're fully married, give a get. What's the strange splitting from the theme? If you're saying she's married, you can, if you're a coin, you can become tame for her if she dies, but you don't have to give her a get. Why, why, why is me insufficient? So it says the Gemara, you're right. But then if that's true, that Rabbi Yoshua has a stira, Rabbi Eliezer also has a stira. Rabbi Eliezer nami. If Rabbi Eliezer is right, and he really was consistent across the boards, that this woman, this girl, I should say, is a zero and ain't my sakatana klum, then why even do meun? They're not married. They're not married in any way, shape, and form. Even if she were to be a kohenes, she could go home that night and she can eat truma. So therefore we see that they're not married. So why does he need to do anything? Says the Gemara, no, that's not right. She's got to do something in order to get out of the marriage. So we, we require meun. But really, really, Rabbi Eliezer is most consistent. Next two dots, 10, 10, 11 lines from the bottom. Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov Omer, what was going on in the Mishnah when he said that? Take a look at the Mishnah on Kuvzayin of Bez. Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov said uh, this very difficult line of kol, uh, akva, kol ikva naish, that if a woman is held up in her marriage because of the man, then they are, it's as if they're married. So let's dig, dig into this. Hey, Dami says the Gemara, what is the case of, uh, of ikva shehimi naish, ikva naish? That if a woman is in the marriage due to her connection to the husband, then she does require meun uh, to get out of the marriage. And if she's not in the marriage for him, then she doesn't need 
to do miyut. It says the Gemara, if somebody goes over to her while she's married to Chaim and says, can you marry Yaakov? And let, her answer is going to be the, the telling evidence. Let's see. The Amra Machmas Ploni Bible, I can't marry Yaakov because I'm married to Chaim. So if she says that, Zohi Akva that's where the woman is held into the marriage by her, by her feelings for this man, and therefore Mun would be required. However, if she responded when they said to her, I know you're married to Chaim, but would you like to marry Yaakov? And she says, Machmas Bnei Adam well, I would have considered it, but you you, you tossed up uh, someone that I'm not interested in, maybe a little bit better looking, a little bit richer, whatever the case may be. <laughs> then, Zohi Akva, Sheinamina Ish, and then no Miyun is required at all. She's obviously not married, similar to the previous someone at the top of the page where Ain Miyun Gadlamizet. She's like, yep, oh, oh, is that guy available? Oh, oh, that would be great. Okay, great. So that would be an indicator that no Miyun is required. Abai Bar Avin, Rav Chenina Bar Avin, they were brothers. Um, they both said the following line if a man gives a woman a get that's an indicator that they're in a real relationship and therefore once that get is given the husband can no longer be with her family members nor can she be with his and she would then lose her status as a Kohen uh, because uh, because of her status of having been with this man. However, if there was only that shows that their relationship really wasn't anything. And then it's permissible for him to marry her relatives and vice versa. Says the Gemara, why did these two Amorayim bother to say that? We have a Mishnah coming up, and actually this Mishnah is on the next line. <laughs> it's uh, just good proximity. Says the Gemara, we, we had this exact line and the Mishnah and, and two lines from now will say the same thing. And as well, so why is it that the Amora literally mimicked and copied the Mishnah? It's the same exact thing. Says She does add a little bit of color to what's going on. And, and because of that, he repeated the line, but it was meant to be in line with the Mishnah, not really with great additions, just with subtle additions. That brings us to it. Sure. Does, is that mashma that there wasn't any tashmish? Can you say that again? Sorry, my brain just broke in the middle of you talking. Sorry. So it says that she's not puzzled to a right? In a case of me of Mion. of Mion, right? So does that, is that mashma that there wasn't any tashmish? Because what what's the actual issa for the kohen? Um, first of all, maybe the Mion was only by Kedushin. Good question. I don't know. It could. It, it, the simplest answer is that they never had Tash Mishamita, otherwise she's a Zona. But Lagata, because she was in a marriage. Was she? What does the Miyun do? The Miyun says that it was... Right. Which is a big problem. Only for anything else, I'll say... No, not for me. Ben Grusha, Ben And Almona, is a, it's own Isser, but that's... Uh, no, Almona can't. Other than Almona. Right. Um, no, I'm saying for a coin battle. It's a separate. So you saying it'd be? That's a good question. I, I assumed the case was just like my condition when you asked your question, but I don't know. And is this? And then, therefore, when she gets married, is, is it mayazu or is it still masai? 
that's basula ba'ula. We, we, we differentiate on a ksuba only based on that. And today we don't even differentiate, but. Uh, no, I understand. Right, yeah. Well, it's a Mishnah, even more, 2,000. But, uh, yeah, but the condition alone is not going to minimize. That's like, we're going to learn that in Ksubas, Pesach, Pesach, Matzasi. Like, if they were together on the first night and he notices that she doesn't have a Basulim, so he can say, I didn't purchase a Ba'ula purchase. I didn't that a Baal's Tshuva who has relations with a non-Jew cannot marry a Kohen, but if it's relations with a Jew can marry a Kohen. Some of these sugyas were learned already. We learned some of these. I don't remember all the answers, but I uh, don't know. All right, let's get to the new Mishnah. We have Mara in a half hour. Says the Gemara, this is a quote of exactly what we just learned, the case the text was asking about, a case where there was miyun that was done. That basically it's as if nothing ever happened and everyone is fine. No, let me, maybe Rashi here speaks about this. Rashi says, That's in a case of a get. Correct. I don't even know if Rashi. Oh, so oh, let's get there. Hold on one second. And then uh, second, a third line from the bottom. Okay, so we don't, Rashi doesn't speak about our case, unfortunately. Um, another iteration, another, another permutation of the of this uh, of this uh, relationship, and we'll see that there's a big back and forth here. Let's say that a man is nosan lo get, and then hechzira, and then he remarries her, and then miyana bovenises the acher. So there's a get. Ruvain and Rachel um, were married. Ruvain gives Rachel a get, and then he remarries her bechzira, and then she does miyun. She walks away from him. She marries another man, and that man dies or divorces her. She's allowed to go back to the original marriage. Oh, what about Mianabo? Let's say that Ruvain does me that Rachel does Mion to Ruvain, then they get married again, and then Nasan get, and then it's just reversed, and then, then he gives her a get, and she marries another man, and then in the second marriage. The husband dies. She she gets widowed or divorced. One of the two asur So we had said in the first case, get first, miun later. He can go. She can go back to him. Miun first and get later. No. And says the Gemara in the top of Kufches is this exact idea. Zehakla. This is the general principle. Get achar miun asur lachserbo. If you have to get after miun, they're not allowed to get back together. Miun achar get. But if the miun was second, then muteris lachserbo. The Mishnah continues with a complex case, one that is subject to a discussion in the Girsa here. It's not so clear exactly. As you can see, there's a bunch of olives here. This uh, requires a little bit of work, but we're going to read the Pashtas of our Mishnah. Hamima enes beish. Let's say that a woman does miyun to a man. Then she marries another man and gets divorced. Then she marries another man, and she does miyun to him. And then yet again. What's the rule? Anyone, any woman who leaves a man with a get, very difficult. Mishnah will hopefully get to the bottom of this by the time we get to the bottom of the page. Says the Gemara, Alma, what do we see from our Mishnah? This last zehakla that we saw taught us alma asi get. We see that if a miyun is second, then it undoes the get, and therefore she can be machzer. Because normally you have an isra of machzer grushasa. The first case, the the case that was three lines from the bottom of uh, on kufzan on kufches was a case 
where um, a woman married another man in the meantime, and we still allowed her to go back to him. How is that possible? Says the Gemara. We see from here that the Mion undoes the get. Otherwise, it would be Machzor Grushaso. However, that doesn't seem to be so simple because six lines down, the Gemara presents a source in the Tanaim that doesn't agree with the Duke from our Mishnah. This is a quote from our Mishnah. The inference from the Resha, in other words, the inference from the Risha, the Alma, is a steer to the safe of the Mishnah where it says, Mimanes. And what does it say, Zaklal? Any woman whose relationship was severed with a get, Asur Lachsarbo. But Bimiun Muteris Lachsarlo, what does that teach us? The latter case in the Mishnah teaches us, Alma lo asimiun de Chavrei Ubatil Gita Dide. So says the Gemara, we have a stira, the implication of the Resha and the implication of the Sefa. Do we say, like the Resha seems to imply, that Miun can undo a get which allows a woman to go back to her husband, even if she's been married to someone else in between, or do we not say that? Amr of Yehuda Shmuel, you're absolutely right. Tavra, the Mishnah is broken. Shavur, the Mishnah is broken. Misha Shanazu, Lo Shanazu, the Resha and the Sefa were not authored by the same people. It's impossible because the implications of the Resha and the Sefa don't fit. Rava, not necessarily. I don't even understand your difficulty. They're talking about two different cases. What are the two cases? Maybe when it comes to one husband remarrying his own wife, and he's the one who did the miyun, and he's the one who gave the get. So in that case, the, the miyun is mevatel again. But miyun de chavre, lo mevatel gita didei. But when it comes to miyun for one person and get with another man, then maybe that's when the Mishnah would say that it doesn't work. Why would you then say that if a friend does mean after you do get that it doesn't nullify the get? Because when a woman is in a relationship with the new man, but she's been exposed to her husband for a long time, she's got the body language down. 70% of communication is nonverbal. Says the Gemara, a woman knows she, she knows her husband's uh, subtleties uh, and she'll be able to see it on his face that she may want to get back, that he may want get to get back together with her. And then and he can go and try to appease her to join him. And then maybe she'll leave that husband. We don't want that to happen. So we don't allow in that case for me to be mevatel again. But maybe we should, uh, we can't say in regards to himself that the miun uh, and the get should be mevatel one another. You can't say the same thing. Why not? Because he already tried to coerce, convince her to stay with him, and she wasn't interested. So therefore, there is a valid difference between the Reisha and the Seifa, not one that leaves us in the scenario of Tavra, of a broken Mishnah. And therefore, the Gemara says, halfway down on Kufches and Mbeis, Ali Kasha, if in fact you're going to find a stira, I'll give you a stira, but it's not the one that you said. The stira that we have now is the Chavreya, the Chavrei Kasha, both about uh, the friends, uh, the second husband. Here is the stira. Source number one, halfway down, Kuchesimid base. Mianabo, Vichzira, Nosan Loget, Venises Laacher, Venis Armala, O Nisgarsha. Let's get the case down. So Rachel does Miun to, uh, to Ruvain, Vichzira, and then they get married again. And then Ruvain is Nosan Loget, gives her a get. So now this couple has had a rocky marriage. They've had one Miun and one get. They should go to couples therapy. And then she marries another man. And that man either dies or divorces her. The halacha is asura lachzorlo. She's not allowed to go back to him. What is the reason why that happened? Why it's true that she cannot go back? Taima is denis armala oniskarsha. Because that second husband died and left her a widow. Oniskarsha, or she was divorced. Hamiana, but had had he not died, had he done, had she done miun to that second husband, then muteris lachzorlo. And what does that teach us? Alma asimiun dechavre mevatel gita didei. 
we see that there is a case scenario where the miyun of a friend can be mavatel, even the husband's um, initial get. Or a mini, but that doesn't work with another source about, about the Chavre, which is our Mishnah. This case was presented in our Mishnah. What did we say? We said, that when it comes to the get, if a woman ended her marriage with a get, then she cannot go back to her husband. But if in fact the marriage ended bimiyun, then she is allowed to go back to her husband. Alma, what do we see from this second source? So we have a stira. We have a stira between these two Mishnayas. And the Gemara presents a couple of answers to this stira. Two thirds of the way down, Kuvches and Bez. Tavra, you're right. This is also broken. Whoever taught one of these lines cannot possibly be the author of the other. However, Ula Amar, no, it's not true. There's a difference between the two cases. One is Kigon in one In one case, a girl had so many divorces, everybody knows she appears to be like Kigdola, so we're going to be more strict. That's the distinction in the cases. Asks the Gemara three-fourths of the way down, Mantana. We don't know what this is talking about. We've had like five Brises on the page. What do you mean, Mantana? Who's the author of the Brisa? So take a look at Rashi halfway down on the page, Dibur Hamaschal Mantana. And Rashi, thankfully, helps us to understand what's going on in the Gemara. Rashi says, Man tana de Amron Who is the Tana above that says, Mishashana zu, lo shana zu? Who is the author of the contrasting Tana, the contrasting Brisa? So says the Gemara, I'll tell you a little bit of a drasha, and then you'll see shortly who this person is. Amar Yehuda what does the Pasuk mean when it says, Our silver we will drink, and the wood will be at a cost. We had a halachic question that was raised at a particular time, and we needed to ask a shayla to a great rav. What was the shayla? This was the stira of Chavre the Chavre. So the Gemara is phrasing our, framing out our question exactly like it is. The problem is that the Godel Hador Rabbi Akiva was in jail. So they paid to, they paid to go gain access. They rented someone. Which is, of course, the Gemara's hyperbolic language for a heck of a lot of money. It's just a lot. That was the story from, I think we learned this, the Gemara where at a wedding there was too much simcha and they broke up 400 zoos. Was that, we learned that already? It's in the future? Oh. It was referenced somewhere. Yeah. Okay, I don't remember where it is. But the Gemara says they hired this guy for $400. He said it's Asr. He said they're not allowed to be together. Oh, sorry, I skipped a line. Uh, they also went to Rabbi Yudu Ben-Besera and also Be'asar. I just today was speaking to my Rebbe. I asked a Shiloh to him, one of my Rebbe from, And he said this line, when you go up to Shemayim after 120 years, please God, Kodesh Baruch Hu is going to say, when you made your decisions, were they done Bidas Torah? You don't always know what the snowball effect is of asking the Shiloh. You don't have no idea. So he said, you're going to, you'll be able to say, you asked a Shiloh, you got an answer. You're going to be a big boy and try to keep uh, what I'm telling you, which is not so simple. You know? <laughs> but he's saying that's how it works. So they had to pay the big bucks to get to the God of the door. Okay. What was the, why did they then go to the Buddha and say? I don't know. The Gemara doesn't. Uh... Like, Rabbi Akiva is in jail and it's too difficult. So, fine. If they went and spent all the money, it's, it, it seems that I, I assume the rental was for both of them. It says Visha'alu. Visha'alu. Oh, no. Shalu's on them. Yeah. Why was that footnote question of two different Gedolas? Isn't that a problem? Ubavisha'alu. Well, it's really a problem. I guess the problem would be for different things. But. 
Right. Well, once you get upset, that's yeah, we don't go shopping, but that that's not what was happening here. I just don't know what was. It wasn't that. It wasn't like, you know, Rebbe shopping, I'm sure. There's too much integrity. They're asking what each of them is Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a fine answer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh Rebbe Shmuel, Rebbe Yossi, that can't be. Lazula Hutzrachnu. We don't you don't need to spend 400 zoos on that. There's no way that that's the question that they asked Rabbi Akiva. Why? Because of course this would be allowed. Rashi explains what's going on two-thirds of the way down. We let this girl get out with just immune. So we don't need to ask that shy. That's a simple shy. That's a, you don't, it's like when you go to like, this was a famous, uh, famous Misa with her son was Alan Orbach. This uh, kid was chewing gum and like he had this whole Shiloh, what's the bracha on gum? And the father wanted to be a mechanic. So he, he brought the kid to Rav Shlomo Zalman. And he said to Rav Shlomo Zalman, Rebbe, is it, what bracha do you make on gum? And Rav Shlomo Zalman oh, starts pulling svarim off the shelves. He's flipping through the pages. Agan's Shiloh, it's beautiful. It's just a beautiful chinuk, you know. Oh, so he said, that, that can't be the question. It had to be a different question. Let's get back in the Gemara here. And the Gemara says, what was the question? This is the question that they asked her. Let's say that you have a man's mother's brother's wife, who is a shniyas of, of Arayos to a particular man. What is that? Your mother's brother's wife. It's your aunt through marriage. So says the Gemara, in that case, that, that, that woman, to me, would be an Isra Dirabana. It's a shniyah. And Vinasa, there was a marriage there. She married Achiv Me'aviv. She married the father, his father's brother, Umes. Is she allowed to uproot her whole marriage in order to do Yibum? Do we allow Miun after death in a scenario where there's a mitzvah? Yes or no? More complicated question. So, uh, so then there's Scharishne Bene Adam. Did it say Shnei Bnei Adam before? No. no. Uh, it might be a correction here. Yeah, Adam Echad is corrected. Adam Echad, Ba'arba Me'alzuz, Ubav Eshoa, Luis, Rabbi Akiva, Ve'es Hashem, Ve'asar, Rabbi Yehuda, Ben-Mesera, Ben-Nitzivin, Ve'asar. Omer Vitzrug Bar Ashiyan, Umode Rav, Rav does agree, Shemuteres, La'achiv Shalzeh, Shene Esra Alav, that it's Moter, La'achiv Shalzeh, Shene the brother of this person she is allowed to be with. Ask the Gemara Pshita. That should be obvious. It's only the husband where she knows the body language, where there's a temptation that maybe she would leave her husband to go back to him. She should not know her brother's uh, body language that well. Maybe we would say we should be gozer in the case of the brother because of the husband. That's not true. The reverse. Just like she's a sewer to the husband because he has all the body language down. We're afraid she's going to convince that he'll convince her to leave her second husband, so too to the brother. I, how can you say that the brother should be usher? The brother, the brother of the husband doesn't have the same body language, says the Gemara, that there is in fact how we would conclude with that. One more Mishnah and Gemara will bring us to the Mishnah two-thirds of the way down in Kuftes. Let's get, let's get started. We're on the last line of Kuftes, Amid Beis. Says the Mishnah, Ruvain divorces Rachel and remarries her, and then Ruvain dies. Muteris Liyavam. She is allowed to marry the Yavam. 
that's very interesting because it's a big chiddush because she she was divorced from moving, so now she becomes. But she's his wife when he dies. You know, but there was a divorce. So the Gemara is going to be going to discuss this that there was a time when they were usher to one another, because when she's divorced, you can't marry even with a divorce. You can't marry your sister-in-law with with a divorce of a man and his wife. You can't marry the sister-in-law. So it is a chiddush, and in fact, Rabbi Elazar Oser. And the Gemara says, "Time of Mefarish Gemara, and we'll get to that shortly. Top line of Kuftes Medal: V'chein Hamagarish Asayisoma, a man who divorces a Yisoma, Vehechzir and remarries him, Muteras Liavam. The same would be true there, that they can remarry." Now, Rashi gives us the context of what's going on here. The second Rashi on the page, top line of Ramaskel: V'chein Hamagarish Asayisoma Ktana. She's a young girl. She's Siwa Ima Ve'Achel Vehechzira. This is talking about a case where the mother and the, the father had died. It has to be Kedushin Darabonon, and she's considered a Yisoma because her father died. And in that case, while they hold it's Muteras Yavam, Rebbe Elazar Oser, he says it's not allowed. We'll get into this in the Gemara. Ketana Shi Siyua Aviv, Aviha Let's say that there was a girl whose father married her off. That's a Kedushin Doraisa. That's what we said earlier. That's the big distinction. If a father marries off a daughter, that Kedushin is Doraisa. If the mother and the brother do, that Kedushin is only Darabonon. So this girl is a Ketana Shi Siyua Aviv a young girl got married at her father's hand and uh, got divorced. So then the halacha is, she's like a yasoma while her father is still alive. What the Mephoshim explained here is that, and Rashi says this, is that she's like a yasoma and that the father cannot remarry her to somebody else. He no longer has the power to generate kedushin for once she's been divorced. If in fact she gets back into that marriage, if she goes back into that initial marriage, everyone agrees that she would be a surah Amar Eifa, Eifa is a person. Rashi says Shem Chacham. Amar Eifa, my time of the Rebbe Lazar. Why is it the Rebbe Lazar so makbed in our Mishnah? In the case of Megarish's Ishto Bechzira, if Reuven and Rachel were married and then they were divorced and then they got remarried, we still say Muteras Liyavim. Why would he say it's Asr? Because there was a moment when there was a divorce. When Reuven and Rachel get divorced, even though they get remarried again, but because they got divorced once during that period of divorce, then Reuven, uh, then Rachel's not allowed to marry Shimon. That's not allowed. So therefore, the Gemara says, even though now they got back together, but because there was a moment of Isra, Sha'achas Be'isura, therefore they cannot marry. Uh, technically speaking, I mean, why is that Sha'achas Be'isura any different than the time that she married him? But of course, yes. What? what? She's married to Reuven, right? Oh, oh no, because the Torah gives a matir of Yibum. Correct, but why? But why the matir of Yibum, it's a separate no, Isser for them. Why is the, that those moments of Isser are so strong, stronger than yeah, right, a marriage? The band broke. I, oh, well, hold on a second. Uh, you're saying that. I understand the Torah gives a matir. Right? Yeah, but, but that's the Chakira. they have this man of Isser. The whole time is Islamic, so it's slightly different. Sir. Significantly so, different, sir. So right? That's what the Gemara is saying. Okay, it's, that, that's a fair question. You're, you asking. you're asking the underbelly of Shitas Rabbalazar. Like, why do we say that the fact that there was a Gerushet? Right? Yes, so, that's exactly right. right. So that's, that's exactly right. So let's see. I don't know if Rashi speaks about this. It's like she's free. She's free except for him. Well, Gerald could, could be saying is that the principle of Yibum. The Zika is now messed up. The Zika is messed up because once there was a divorce, in a classical boring case, Reuven's married to Rachel, Reuven dies, good to go. But if it's Reuven was married to Rachel, Reuven gets divorced from Rachel, Reuven remarries Rachel, and then he dies. So the Zika has been messed around. It's, it's tainted. Right. That would be the longest uh, thing. Maybe. I don't know. Or, or the Isser 
the iser of marrying a divorced, right, the divorced uh, Rachel, or the, the iser of Shimon marrying Rachel is a different iser than the iser of the sister-in-law iser because the sister-in-law iser has a matir. We have this principle, lava nitakla ase. It's like, it's not a, I'm not saying that it applies here. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's but it has a matir, but it has a matir. Really, it's a matir. Yeah. yeah. But, but the matias is that she's his wife when he dies. Right. That's the right. matias. Why? Why is that? What, what happened mean? back there so strong to ruin simple facts? I'm just saying. Ezekiel is kind of. You may be right. You may be right. I don't know why that would be. Take a look at Rashi, the the second Rashi on the Gemara. Rashi quarter of the way down. The Rashi Shachas beiser grushas achiv shehi bekaris. It's a bit of a non sequitur. Regular. You can't you can't look at Ashes Achiv in a regular way. It's not apples to apples. And the brother marries her. What's is that? That's not a Karis, right? He died. There was no Yibu. It's Ashes. It's Ashes. It's only a lot. So that's probably the answer. Slav versus Karis. That that Rashi tells me. Well, I, I have a feeling that what Gerald is saying might might well be true in Lumdus as well. That something something has affected the Zika. It could be. I don't. I don't know. Have any Mari McComas for it, but it seems that way. You can't unring that bell. Right. Okay. So it says the Gemara. That's the Svara of Rebbe Lazar. Uh, and the Gemara responds, Amr le Rabban le Efa, Ihachi. If that's true, Chalitza Nami Lo Tibai then there would be case scenarios when even chalitza would not be required. This is referencing one of the cases in our Mishnah. Yeah. So the Gemara says that even over there, chalitza nami lo tibai. It says the Gemara, that's not true. So you're right, I retract. He pulls away his answer because there's a complication with the thoroughness of his answer. So he gives the second of four answers. Do we look at the moment where death takes place? to determine eligibility of Yibum, or do we look at when they first got married to determine eligibility of Yibum? Imi samapeles, last short line. If, in fact, we look at the moment of death, haram yakameli Yibum, so then, perfect, they should, there should be Yibum. But in Isu and Harishonim appeal, and if we're looking at the first marriage, it's, a, it's a, a similar answer to the first one, but more sophisticated, more rich, because it's, it's the lumdus is on a different, a different nakuda. It's not on the lumdus like Rabbi Lazar was saying, in the, like the first answer of the Gemara. It's not like that. Here, what we're talking about is where's the moment in time where we determine eligibility for Yibum? That's a different question. And therefore, because if we look at the marriage itself, and because there was a divorce at that marriage, the divorce, the marriage has a flaw in it. And therefore, Amda Allah Shachas Biser. That's answer number two. Answer number three, Rava Amar Olam, Pshita Rav Lazar Demisa Everybody knows that it's Misa Mapelas. We always look at the moment of death. Wow. <laughs> really, Medina, technically, there's no difference at all. But we're makbed because really people don't know the halachos of Chazara. We're sitting here being done about the issue of Grushas Achiv, that it's Karis. Now we don't even know what we're talking about. People don't, we know what a regular Gerushin is. We know what a, what a regular get is. So the Gemara says, really, technically, you're right. It should be the case that Rebbe Lazar shouldn't be Oser, but he is Oser. Why is he Oser? Because we're dealing with a case of Chazara, of remarrying the wife, and those cases of Ein HaKobikin the Chazara. Aye, says the Gemara, not true. Three lines into the wide lines, Adarabah. Chazra, when they remarry, came under Yosva Tuesday, since they're living in the same house, Isla Kala. Oh my gosh, did you hear that they got married? 
Oh, they're married again. Oh, Hashem should bless them. Fine. Build a bias and Israel. But the Gemara says that it should be obvious. Why are you saying that people don't know the laws of Chazar? They're living in the same house. We all know that they got remarried. So it says the Gemara, we could easily have a case where they got married on a Tuesday and he died on a Wednesday and we're going to be all confused. So that's answer number three, rejected. And then the Gemara goes to answer number four, four lines into the wide lines. We were gozer on the earlier cases in the Mishnah, the first two cases, because of the latter two cases of the Mishnah. And this is reasonable to assume. Because what is the Seifa saying? We said that if there's a young girl who her father married her off, namely the Kedushin is Del Raisa, and then Vinis Garsha, and she gets divorced. The halacha is that she's Kiyasoma Bechayi Ha'ab. The halacha is that she's like Kiyasoma, it's as if her father isn't there anymore, which is code word for her father is not able to marry her to yet another man. And our Mishnah continues, and if she gets remarried again, again, then everyone agrees that the Yavam, that she could not get married to Yavam in that case. Says the Gemara, why did we need our Mishnah to say this? It should be obvious. There's uh, no, no reason to say anything that's so obvious like that. We therefore see the Rebbe Lazar in the two cases of the Resh of our Mishnah was only uh, generating a because of the end of our Mishnah. In Tanya Kavasi, the Rebbe the Brisa agrees. The Chachamim agrees to Rebbe Lazar in the case of a young girl who got married at the hand of her father, which is a Kedushan Do Raisa, and then Vinis Garsha, and that she got divorced. That her father is not allowed to marry her to another man. If a woman gets remarried, and everyone agrees to that as well. Because yes, it's true that her Gerushin was the real deal, but her Chazara was not a very strong Chazara because her father wasn't the one doing it. What is the case of this Brisa that supports Ravashi? That's only true if her Gerushin was when she was before Bar Mitzvah and her remarriage was before she got Bas Mitzvah. Both Bas Mitzvahs, not Bar, sorry. If she got divorced when she was a child, and she uh, went back to this husband after she was a gadol. Inami the gadlo etzlo umis, or really the chazara was before she became a gadol, but then she became a gadol and then he died. So the halacha should be ocholetzes obisiabemis. And mishum rebelazar amru cholatzes velomisiabemis. That's not either or. It's cholatzes only. Says the Gemara. One last question, a little quick back and forth, and then we'll stop at the new mishnah. Bamine ravamir of Nachman. What if this woman had a tzara tzara samahu? Amar leim. Rav Nachman says back to Rava, that's not a real good question. Amarle, he gufagzer, the whole scenario we're talking about is a din We're going to add a whole nother layer. The whole din with this girl is derabanan. We're going to say that her tsara is going to be trapped as well. No, we're not. Tanya, the Brysa writes, Rav Lazar Amr, how can you say that he That's the Brysa writes that he she and her tsara will be cholatzes. Says the Gemara, both of them. It cannot be true that both of them are. Well, at least one of them should have Yibum. It should be Ohi, Otsarasa, Cholemes, one of the two. Says the Gemara, that if you want to use that as a Raya, that we have a Din by a Tzara, you can't do that. Didn't you just have to reword this Mishnah? You had to answer up the Mishnah to make everything fit. If that's true, it's not a good Marimokam, because I could easily reinterpret the Mishnah. I could say, And Tzarasa, O 
once we're rewording the Mishnah, I can reword the Mishnah however I want. So you wanted to ask, uh, you know, whether or not we have a brisa that's a raya for the tzara. We don't have a brisa that's a raya for the tzara, and therefore, the, uh, seemingly from the Gemara, we cannot bring a raya whatsoever in regards to a tzara, and we would presume from here that she would have no halachic uh, connection to this sugi at all because it would be exer exer. We'll stop right here at this Mishnah, two thirds of the way down. We'll pick up on Shabbos. I believe Dafyomi is at seven o'clock. Wishing you all a beautiful night. I have a question. I can't remember if you talked about this. Or...